Hello, and welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. I'm uh, Tyler Davidson, Vice President and Chief Content Director of Meetings Today. And joining us today is uh, Brian Ludwig, Senior Vice President of Sales, and David Quattrone, uh, Co-Founder and Chief Technology Officer of Cvent, uh, the technology giant. Uh, thanks for joining us, gentlemen. Thank you, Tyler. Happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, and I mean, you have your uh, big Connect Us conference coming up, and I've been to a few of them uh, in Vegas, and they're always uh, really well done and a lot of uh, movers and shakers and a lot of people there. Uh, but it's all virtual this year, right? That's right. That's right. We're actually anticipating uh, 35 to 40,000 attendees hosted fully, uh, fully virtually. And then we'll be doing and then uh, you're, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. And then I was just going to point out, we're going to be doing another uh, virtual C-Bank Connect in Europe in October as well. Wow. And, and so am I correct that this is going to uh, represent the launch of your new engagement hub at uh, the Connect coming up? Yeah, we're going to be we're going to be delivering uh, through the uh, attendee hub engagement hub uh, tool uh, for our virtual connect. You know, it's uh, it's exciting to see such a larger number of people be able to attend this year because of the the, the virtual delivery mechanism allows us to go out there and, and reach a larger audience and and have individuals participate and interact with our speakers and uh, technology folks at the event itself. So we're very excited about uh, uh, the broader reach this year. And this is almost a natural for you because you're really, you know, a technology company. Um, and wow, those numbers kind of are amazing. You said 30 to 40,000 people. Um, you know, this whole industry is, you know, in a, an odd period now where live meetings are pretty stagnant. A lot of people are going to virtual and hybrid. Um, what, uh, what is your impressions of going uh, virtual for this and uh, what sort of advantages does it bring uh, for CVent? Yeah, I could take that. Um, a whole bunch of uh, advantages, uh, frankly, Dave just alluded to it a little bit. Um, the numbers, you know, when there's, when there's no travel, clearly it makes it easier for us to expand the numbers. And it's not, it's not just CVent, you know, we're, we're helping to manage many virtual events, you know, actually thousands upon thousands, 60,000 so far this year, we're helping our customers do virtual events. And many of them are seeing the same thing. Um, they're seeing three, four, five times the number of registrants versus the in-person version that they had before. Now, we're big believers that, you know, in-person events will come back and, and everyone's going to pivot again into a hybrid model. And we think that the virtual, it, it will kind of be a gateway drug, if you will, into in-person. So I think people will mm -hmm. keep a, um, a virtual element to their events for some time, if, if maybe not forever. But a lot of the folks that dip their toe in the water with the content and the brand um, will be interested in attending in person, maybe in, maybe in 2021, maybe in 2022. But either way, the exposure that brands are able to get with virtual is going to lead to greater uh, and more engaged attendees, even in person down the line. Right. And in the way that the uh, attendee hub application in, in, in kind of modules is designed, even in face-to-face uh, -face events or hybrid events, right, that community that is around delivering a virtual event is also used leading up to an event. So you can have interactions and engagement 
before a traditional event were to take place or to do follow-up in, in, in community uh, interaction and, and engagement content delivery in, in community activities post an event taking place in a more traditional face-to-face -face manner. So a lot of uh, the way we've been able to turn this around as quickly as we have is because we have been investing around what you have with Engagement Hub leading up to uh, you know, what's, what's going on this year. Uh, and that allows us to bring additional features function uh, around the various types of events you can do, whether it's face-to-face, -face, hybrid, or 100% virtual. And I mean, I guess there's a saying that, uh, you know, there's opportunity that sometimes comes through adversity. Um, and it really sounds like uh, you will have more opportunities in the future uh, to build your client base. Um, and then those clients will have more opportunities after the event, uh, well, before, during, and after the event to possibly make uh, more revenue um, through the virtual and, and hybrid options. Yeah, I think that's a very, very fair statement. I think we, uh, we think we're well positioned for those folks that are intent on virtual right now, which makes a lot of sense. But then as people pivot back to uh, hybrid and in-person, we believe our, our tool set for, for 20 years now is really in a great spot to capitalize on safe in-person meetings with, you know, we have yeah. venue sourcing that showcases properties that, you know, have taken uh, more serious safety measures. We have diagramming tools to lay out spaces uh, and tables, you know, six or eight feet apart, whatever, whatever makes sense for that organizer. We have tools to, you know, do contactless check-in and badging and, and to track how many people are in each breakout room, right? If I've designed the space to only hold 60, well, we don't want to let person 61, 62, 63 come in. So we have tools to really safely handle all in-person and hybrid events as those reemerge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I was just at an event um, Wednesday in Dallas, um, Alhive held, and it was a, it was a in-person event, um, and they had all the social distancing, all the protocols, and I think a general sort of um, impression was that you know planners need to see this and they need to experience it, they need to know what it looks like, what it feels like, um, and I was just wondering what your impressions are and what you think um, some of the challenges are going to be coming up for in-person uh, meetings as they hopefully unfold uh, faster in the near future. Yeah, I think some of the things that Brian was talking about really kind of, kind of diagramming it out and getting the communication out, uh, you know, planning ahead of time and then getting the communication to your, your potential attendees about what precautions you're taking how the process is going to work and to, to get them to feel comfortable that, that, that you've laid things out correctly with the venue and at the event so that everyone feels like they're in a good environment to participate in, in a more traditional uh, event, even if there's, there's uh, slightly less uh, people there in, in totality for what may have historically been there because of social distancing. Uh, so be able to get that message out and communicate it and to show that you've planned and taken those precautions uh, is going to be critical moving forward. And I think, you know, yeah, I think, Oh, go ahead, Donna. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I was just, I know um, a lot of people really say, you know, it's the attendee journey, right? And so you walk them through, probably now is more important than ever. I mean, even before they get there, before they get on that plane, what the flight is going to look like, what it's going to be like when they check in, um, et cetera, right? I mean, and I think that's just uh, come to the fore and become so important now. Yeah, and that's part of our... Uh 
our, our thesis to, to not only score the physical footprint of an attendee when they're at a you know, convention center or hotel, but to also get their digital footprint from something like a virtual attendee hub or a mobile app and bring all of those pieces together to come up with a, a complete engagement score per attendee. And then how, how valuable is it to an organizer to know these are my 500 attendees stack ranked from most engaged to least engaged. And then think about how much better and tighter follow-up could be from a sales team, from marketing efforts. You know, everything is going to be that much better if there's a handle on how engaged each attendee is throughout the whole journey to your point. Right. And then for that attendee to, to give them the confidence, they're going to be able to interact with the other individuals at an event that, that, that they want to. They're going to be able to get to the content they want. They're going to get the right types of recommendations and, and, and you know, for the time and the, that they're investing in that event, that they're getting the right uh, return on that uh, through the different content and interactions that they have at that event. Make sure it's at their fingertips and easy to get to. And what in general, um, what trends are you seeing out there? I mean, it's, it's a tough question right now because I could ask you this next week and it could be all different. But where do you think we're going to be in another couple months um, as, every, as the situation evolves? And I guess maybe um, in consideration that, you know, there is a vaccine coming for coronavirus uh, or B, that maybe there's not a vaccine uh, in, within maybe six months. Well, we're starting to see some, uh, some hybrid uh, requests uh, in Europe. Uh, just today, my team in, uh, in Dubai showed me that the Dubai government is essentially opening up events of all sizes, I believe, in 10 days. I think it was for 9-1. So we're starting to see mm -hmm. things loosen up, and, and therefore, we're seeing a trend for folks wanting quotes for you know, in-person technology along with the virtual tech. Uh, clearly, in the United States, we're a little bit behind based on where we are. Um, but, you know, I'm confident that, that when there are signs of a vaccine or, or even prior, that we're going to start to see some smaller regional events. I think, of course, there's going to be less large-scale conventions, and, and maybe that'll be more of a local event split into seven events versus one. Um, mm -hmm. That's what we're going to see for sure uh, before we see large-scale, you know, 25 thousand person in-person conferences um it's obviously the the big question is when when is everyone going to feel comfortable with that and i i do not have that crystal ball yeah and i, and I think i think as you know again obviously everyone's you know very hopeful that, that that some of the investments that are being made from 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 the research and, and development phase in terms of a vaccine or and treatments will will come to fruition uh faster rather than later uh but even with that i think you're seeing you know uh trends across the board that are showing, uh, you know, cases are, are trending downward and things are starting to look better and, and, and cities and locations are starting to open up again. So I think, I think you will see a return to face-to-face. -face. I think, you know, people are getting a little Groundhog Day-ish uh, around uh, yeah. being virtual and in Zoom meetings all day long, that they're, they're looking to get back out there and, and return to, to, to more experiential and face-to-face -face environments than they can. And again, I think people will do it safely. You might, like Brian said, take a a traditional larger conference and break it up to uh, five or six different locations and in, in to, to do regional versus uh, one big large conference. And I, and I think in general, one thing that has happened through all of this is it's forced everyone into a, a crash course of say being on Zoom 
or even doing rudimentary virtual events. So, you know, I, I'm guessing uh, that that's very good for um, what you guys do. Um, and uh, I'm guessing that, you know, in the future, a year from now, um, hybrid is here to stay. Um, and everyone, pretty much everyone will have a virtual component, uh, even if they have a, an in-person event. Yeah, we 100% agree with that. Yeah, I think, that, I think you had those trends happening already when you think about the impact of, you know, post-event on-demand recasts or simulcasts around events and, you know, social media interaction during an event, kind of the ability to, to reach a larger audience and amplify uh, what's going on at your events has been a critical trend that we've seen in the industry. Uh, and I think, you know, what's happened this year has kind of accelerated that. And I think that will continue uh, as things start to return to normal, that there's, there's an ability to get more reach with your events when you do that hybrid and you, you kind of mesh technology with the, the more traditional face-to-face -face events. And to put the fine point on that, Tyler, we've architected our virtual attendee hub solution to be, mm -hmm. you know, forward thinking uh, around hybrid. And specifically, we have a native mobile app that is a part of the solution. So the expectation is there are going to be people joining virtually. There are going to be people physically in the hotel absorbing the content. They'll all be in the same community, um, maybe one from a mobile app uh, on their lap in the conference center and the other sitting from, from their living room. But they'll all be in one community together experiencing the event, the content, the collaboration, et cetera. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. And, you know, and I could ask you uh, what other trends are, are going on out there, but I, I just don't, I don't think there are any other trends. It's all well, the about only other, what the only other thing that comes to yeah, mind with respect to that yeah. is what we're hearing. We, we've always had some tools around managing costs and contracts and, you know, duty of care and where are my attendees and I need to know at any given point in time. I think the pandemic really shined a flashlight on the lack yeah. of clear data around all of those things. Mm -hmm. So now that it has so many of our, uh, our customers and prospects are asking for technology and tools that will help them manage that aspect. Um, so we've had it, but more than ever, it's a, uh, it's a trend we're seeing where people want to get ahead of the next global crisis. Yeah. And, and, right. and I would say some of the other, the other things that have popped up is just like we were talking about the increase in, you know, attendees and, and interest in, in, in virtual connect. We've seen customers that as they've gone to that virtual, the, the number of attendees going to their events and participating in their events has, has increased substantially and, in, in the, you know, they're, they're adjusting to that and dealing with that. Uh, and then, you know, delivering content in that hybrid and virtual world is a little bit different in terms of how you publish it, how you keep people engaged when they're at their desk and they're not there. And, you know, our, our clients are looking for guidance and in, in, in adjusting to that new normal of how do I keep people locked in and engaged in the, in the virtual or hybrid world versus uh, a more traditional event? Yeah, and this, this will be a great uh, showcase for you to show it off to uh, people out there uh, meeting and event planners. And I guess, does it start on uh, Tuesday then, uh, the 25th of August? That's right. It's two uh, full days, 25th and 26th. And what, what are some highlights uh, do you anticipate uh, from the show? Well, we've got a, uh, we've got a really uh, robust panel of uh, airline executives of uh, three or four of the top airlines. And we have a, uh, I think an interview with uh, Chris Nassetta, CEO of, uh, of Hilton. 
And um, I think we're going to have Reggie do a fantastic keynote to get us all pumped up at the start. And then Dave's team will, I don't want to say it, Dave, talk about what your team's going to do. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're going to have uh, a number of technology and roadmap sessions about, uh, you know, what's going on in the industry, what's going on with our own platform and tool sets and how we can help customers, uh, you know, deal with the challenges around uh, what's happening uh, in the world today and, and happening with technology and how they can leverage that technology uh, to more importantly deliver on their own business needs and strategic needs as an organization, right? The, the technology is only as good as the, the business cases you're solving for. Uh, and so we want to help those customers uh, deliver that. And we're going to show you how you can use the platform to get there. And obviously we'll giving sneak peeks into what's happening, not only through the remainder of this year, but also into 2021, some of the features and enhancements that'll be coming along uh, from a roadmap perspective and both our, uh, our event tools as well as our sourcing tools and, and tools for hotels. Excellent. And uh, I know we're talking at the moment on the Friday before, but, um, and this is going to start on Tuesday, but uh, can people still uh, can participate in this or, or sign up for it or, or even just kind of uh, experience it and um, learn uh, from, from how you're doing this? They absolutely can. In fact, we took, took 2,000 registrations already today. So people are registering fast and furious. You know, a, a Google search of uh, Cvent Connect virtual will will pull the site up uh, in a second and people, people can register right up until the start of the event. Yeah, and the one other thing that I'd yeah. add into that too in terms of, you know, what, what to expect and, and, and what's going to be there from an exciting perspective at the event is just like always, you know, we're looking to allow for interaction for peers and you know event professionals to be able to interact with each other in their own industries and across other industries to understand best practices, talk to some of our partners and exhibitors to really go out there and, and, and learn from each other and have those communications and discussions still occur. So we've got a number of round tables and breakout sessions and those types of things that will allow that to, to continue this year. But that's always one of the, the biggest hits with our, our attendees at these events year after year is that interaction with their peers at the event. Excellent. Yeah. And I know, uh, you know, just kind of covering all of this, that interaction is uh, one of the big sort of questions in the future, especially with social distancing. So we'll see how the uh, technology uh, bridges that, I guess, uh, when you guys kick off on Tuesday, huh? Absolutely. We're excited. This right. be, uh, from our perspective, Tyler, you, you're in the industry, you might know better. But I am thinking with uh, 35 to 40,000 people from our industry, this will yeah. be the largest gathering of event and hospitality professionals ever assembled in the history of, of mankind. No, no pressure there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, thank you guys. I really appreciate you, uh, you joining me. No, thanks for having us. Thank appreciate you. it. Take care. And, and that was uh, Brian Ludwig and David Quattrone from CVent. Um, Thanks for joining us, and thank you for joining us for this Meetings Today podcast. Head on over to meetingstoday.com and uh, check out our podcast section for all sorts of uh, other programs and podcasts um, featuring industry thought leaders. Um, thank you for joining us, and have a great rest of the day.